Are you a client-facing online entrepreneur who's ready to feel confident in how to run the behind the scenes of your online business? If you're tired of feeling like you're always flying by the seat of your pants and secretly drowning and wearing all of the hats of your business, then you're in the right place. I know you're ready to get organized, clean up your calendar, and fully step into the CEO that you know you're meant to be. Welcome to the Beyond the Systems podcast. I'm your host, Sam Wisnett, a systems strategist for client-facing businesses. I'm on a mission to help you streamline your business so you can save time, boost your profits, and feel confident about your growth. Are you ready to dive into the power of scalable systems? Then let's jump into this week's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Beyond the Systems podcast. I am so excited you're here. I'm your host, Sam Wisnett, and in this episode, I'm going to be going more in-depth about how your business can really feel so much easier with systems, of course. We are going to dive into what systems are, why you need systems in your business, and my core three foundational systems that I like to focus on when setting up systems for clients. So let's dive right in. We are going to kick it off with what are systems? This is a question that I get a lot and it is not a dumb question by any means. I think systems can feel very intimidating. Just the word itself, it kind of has this not negative connotation, but a bit of an intimidating vibe. Um, a bit of a technical vibe. And especially if you feel like you are not a tech savvy person, you could automatically think, well, I cannot build systems. The systems are not something that are going to be in my wheelhouse. And I would like to challenge your belief on that because this is definitely something that I thought when I first started working online, I actually avoided systems for about the first two and a half years of my online career. Um, When I first started working online, I was not very tech versed. Uh, I think in college, the only time I ever really used my computer was to do homework, but then to build uh, Excel-like graphs on chemical changes in certain compounds for my labs. And that was really the extent of my tech. And Excel skills can sound like, oh, wow, like she knew what she was doing. Like, no, it was like barely, I barely knew how to make one graph on Excel. And when I started working online, that was one of the biggest learning hurdles I had to face was learning how to use all of these tools, learning how to run a business, not in person, but completely online. And it took me a long time to really get used to that and be open to learning these new things and be open to the idea of really being a beginner at something. But the more I really started diving into the tools and the systems, and the more I just learned about them, the more I realized like how much I really enjoyed that. I love just efficiency. Um, I love making things easier for clients. And so it really just went hand in hand. And now I love learning a new tool. You know, I love getting to dive into something and see what's possible, especially when a client comes to me with a problem and they're like, I don't know how to do this. Like, I love being the person to dive in and solve that problem and do the research. So when it comes to systems, I don't want you to be intimidated by this. This is part of the reason that I made this podcast because I really want to just open the door when it comes to systems and show you how much systems really can impact your business. Um, in all of the areas, you know, it's not just about the tech and the tools that you're using. It's really going to impact how you're doing things in your business. And so what are systems? I think that systems are just how we do what we do, right? There are routines in our business. A lot of people come to me and say, I don't have systems in my business. And I will tell you that is just not true because if you have a business, if you are working with clients, if you are posting content, then you have a system in place. You just don't probably have one that's maybe optimized or working for you. You might have one that feels a little messy and disorganized because a system is just how we are running the business on the day to day. So when it comes to systems, it can be 
how to, how you're onboarding your clients. If you are working with a client, then you do have a system. It's just maybe not automated, not streamlined, but you are sending them a contract. You're probably sending them a form or something. You know, you're getting on a call with them. That is still a part of a system. Um, and I like to compare systems to routines. So, you know, I have a morning routine, a morning system that I love. It's something that I don't have to think about doing every day. Like I just wake up and do it. Uh, it's like brushing your teeth in the morning. You, you go and you brush your teeth every morning, uh, at whatever time you brush your teeth, because that shifts your routine. So when we put these routines and really structureize these routines in our business, it makes running our business easier because we don't have to think about what we're doing in the business, right? We just, already know and we just have to follow the steps. And that leads into why we need systems, right? Like systems are impacting every area of your business because it's really setting the foundation for how you're able to show up every day. And with a lot of my clients, I I challenge them to think, okay, when you wake up in the morning, how do you feel? Are you excited to open your laptop and get to work? Or do you feel anxious? Do you open your laptop and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to expect. I know my Slack is going to be blowing up with questions, or I know I need to go through the 50 emails I didn't go through yesterday, or I have a client uh, or a potential client in my DMs and I don't know what to do with them, or I want to work with them, but I just, I don't want to deal with the onboarding process. I don't want to go dig up my contract and figure out how to send an invoice, you know, and all of this stuff. And that is affecting how you are showing up in all the other areas of your business. Because if you are resisting onboarding clients because you don't have that system in place, well, you're not going to be selling your services as much. You're not going to be making as much money. You're not going to be posting content as content as much because you don't want to onboard those clients. So it kind of dives into your mindset and you know subconscious behaviors. But I just want to use that as an example for how these type of things are really impacting every area of your business. And I think when it comes to systems, the biggest, biggest thing that systems do for my clients and I is they create consistency. So if there is an area in your business that you don't feel like you are consistent in, it's because you are lacking a system and a process on how to do that. And what do you need to do to show up? How can you make showing up as easy as possible? Because we are humans. Humans are just naturally wired towards like the most kind of the laziest or the easiest way to do things. Um, even if you are a high overworking achiever, like I'm still talking to you. You might think like, no, I'm not lazy. Like I'm so disciplined and blah, blah, blah. But even the most high achieving people still think like they are lazy in some capacity, in my opinion, and from all the high achieving people I've talked to. But if there is something in your life you want to be more consistent in that you are putting off because it feels like so much work to you, then you need a system around it. And the thing is, at the end of the day, you did not quit your nine to five or you did not, you know, start this business to work 24 seven. It doesn't matter how much you love your business. It doesn't matter how much you love helping other people. That's just not sustainable, right? Long-term, it is just not possible to work all the time. And you didn't also start a business to spend your days drowning in admin work, right? Like, especially if you are, you know, a coach or someone who is really impacting change on other people's lives, you probably hate doing the admin work, right? I had a client that said one time, I just don't want to do the business part of my business. Like I just want to go help people. She was a personal trainer. I just want to go train people. I just want to go, you know, host group programs and classes and events. I don't want to deal with the business side of things. I don't want to deal with the admin. I don't want to deal with the contracts, the invoicing, you know, even the content creation, she was kind of like, yeah, I like, I enjoy creating content, but 
you know, I don't want to deal with the editing and the scheduling and the publishing and all of that stuff. So you did not start your business at the end of the day to spend all of your time working and especially to spend all of your time like drowning in the admin businessy work. So that's why it's so important to put these systems in place so that you are making it as easy as possible to show up and get stuff done. Because just because you don't want to do the business part of your business, that doesn't mean it just goes away, right? No, what ends up happening is it's kind of like when you're a kid and your mom says, oh, clean your room and you gather up all your clothes and you shove it into your closet and you close the door. And then you just like keep doing that every time, you know, your guardian says, clean your room. You grab your clothes, you shove them in your closet again and again and again. Well, eventually there's nothing else that's going to fit in your closet, right? It's going to fill up eventually. Um, and maybe it's toys, maybe it's, you know, furniture, whatever, because you're not actually dealing with it. And it, it doesn't just go away. It's still there. And it does end up hindering your growth in the long run. It ends up hindering how much money you can make and how you're showing up. So I want to dive into a couple examples of the possibilities of systems. So I'm going to recommend two books. If you are interested in learning more about systems, I highly recommend these two books. Um, I really love them. I think they both are written in a very easily digestible way and they provide great examples um, for you to fully understand how systems and can work and what they can do for your business. So the first book is called The E-Myth and it stands for Entrepreneurial Myth. And I really love this book. I think this is one of my all-time favorite business books of all time. It is about systems. So that's probably why. But in this book, he talks about McDonald's and the power of McDonald's. And I want you to think about for a second, what is so great about McDonald's? Even if you don't eat at McDonald's, what is the best thing about McDonald's? The best thing about McDonald's is that anywhere you go to get McDonald's, pretty much anywhere in the world, you are getting the same thing. I live in the Netherlands and I can get a quarter pounder with Big Mac sauce at the McDonald's down the street. And it is going to be a wrap, you know, not the exact same, but virtually the same as the quarter pounder um, down the street from my dad's house in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know, so the fries, the fries are pretty much the same everywhere as well. There are so many things that go into creating a McDonald's so that it is the same everywhere. And if you look at the people working at McDonald's, you know, they're young people, they're older people, they are all walks of life type of people. It's not like the CEO of McDonald's has to come to McDonald's to make your cheeseburger every time someone orders a cheeseburger, or they don't need, you know, people with PhDs in uh, culinary school to be the ones who are actually cooking the cheeseburger because they have these systems in place. Anyone can cook the cheeseburger. They have all the processes so that anyone can jump in and follow exactly what needs to be done to keep the McDonald's running and more importantly, to keep it consistent, to keep it the same. And of course, your business is probably not like McDonald's. I doubt you run a fast food chain business if you're here, but you can still learn from this and you can still take pieces of this away for your own business to get yourself out of the day-to-day -day stuff. So if one of your goals in business is to spend less time in your business, then you have to start structuring your business more like a McDonald's, right? You have to start structuring your business to be able to run without you. And you have to put in the systems to be able to do things automatically. You have to put in the systems for your team to be able to continue on with projects without you being there and, you know, hovering over them and micromanaging, right? So I highly recommend that book. If you want to dive deeper into the McDonald's example, um, it, they talk about it pretty much the entire book. And then the other book I want to recommend is Clockwork. 
So Clockwork is another great book. And especially if, again, it goes on the same theme of if you want to remove yourself from a, from your business. And the goal of Clockwork is at the end of following the Clockwork system, you should be able to take a full month off of your business, completely disconnect from your business and like not have to check emails, not have to do anything. And I think for a lot of entrepreneurs at first, that sounds like, oh my God, I would love to do that. But then there's this anxiety that creeps in and you're like, but I could never, I could never actually do that because yeah, who would run the business, right? Who would make the important decisions? Who would sell the things? Who would deal with the clients? Like all of these different things just start to come up. And so maybe that is a very far-fetched goal for you, but there are a lot of things that you can start putting in place now that you can take away from that to at least take a week off, right? Like a week, your business can live without you for a week. And if you feel like it can't, you are really, really lacking systems because even if in that week you you don't have client calls, but you can still have other things going. I have had many clients who take off a week and their podcast still gets published. Their content still goes out. Um, maybe they even do still have client calls and they find someone else to you know, jump in and host the group calls for their mastermind during that week. Um, there are so many other options that a lot of people just don't consider because they think, oh, it has to be me. But when, I, when you have systems in place, you really start to get creative and you start to think, oh, well, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be me. Maybe I can branch out from this mindset. So with that being said, I want to dive into the core three foundational systems that I work on with my clients. So system number one is going to be content processes because I I've just noticed that content is so time consuming for myself, obviously. And then it is also the biggest thing that my clients usually are spending time on aside from like client delivery and client experience. So with content, it's a never ending game, right? We are always posting on Instagram. If you have a podcast, there's always another episode to be recorded. If you have you know, an Instagram account, there's always stories to be posted. So a lot of times what ends up happening is we are just flying by the seat of your pants instead of trying to strategically plan ahead when it comes to content. And why that happens is, is when you first start your business, you just have a lot more time, like in general, because you've started your business, maybe you don't have a lot of clients yet. So you are just spending a lot of your time focusing on content. Even if you still have your nine to five, probably your first thing you're doing in, in your business is posting content on a consistent basis to get clients, right? To get sales. And so we get in this habit of, okay, I can just kind of do this last minute because I have time. Whereas when you grow your business and you start working with clients, you maybe even start having a team, you just don't have that time anymore. That time really gets taken over by a lot of other things in your business and being more of a CEO. And so you really have to start strategically planning ahead. You have to start batching your content. And to be able to do that, you have to have defined content processes, right? You have to have a way that you are making content. You have to have a system set up so that you can outsource some pieces of your content eventually, because if you are making every single piece of your content, that again is very time consuming and it's not necessary for you, especially if you are running, you know, a multiple, a six figure or multiple six figure business, then you want to be focusing on the tasks that only require you and not those $10 an hour tasks, right? You want to be focusing on the $100 an hour tasks, the $1,000 an hour tasks, not just $10 an hour tasks, like making a graphic in Canva because you're the only one that can do it the right way. I guarantee you that is just not true unless you are like specifically a Canva graphic designer or something like that. But otherwise it's just not true. 
So when you have these defined content processes, they really allow you to save time. They allow you to batch. They allow you to plan ahead and just outsource a lot more easily. And the second system that I really focus on with clients is client experience. This is personally, it's my favorite system. This is like the main area that I help with my clients. And a lot of this boils down to consistency, right? And consistency with the brand and the transformation that you are providing to clients. So if you go to Prada and you buy a Prada handbag, they are not wrapping that up in a Target sack, right? Like they're not like, okay, drop it in the Target sack. Here you go. Be on your way. No, they are like cleaning it and, you know, putting wrapping paper on it and tying bows and like probably spraying it with perfume. You know, there's a whole experience around that experience because you are spending a lot of money there. And that is consistent, right? If there's a huge, if you're spending a lot of money there, then you expect a really, really great experience. So especially if you are working on raising your prices um, or you are working towards a really big monetary goal, you need to make sure you have your client uh, experience systems in place so that it is all very consistent across the board. And you also want to make sure you have these systems in place because you can increase your capacity a lot uh, when it comes to setting up automations and really streamlining a lot of your uh, a lot of your client onboarding processes. So a lot of times clients come to me and they say like I'm just spending so much time onboarding a client like it's taking me an hour or you know two hours to onboard one client and it's just a mess. And what ends up happening is the client's waiting on you to send something, you're sending it, then you're waiting on the client and then they send that back and then they're waiting on you and then it just keeps going back and forth. And the goal of this what we really want to be happening is for there to just be a process. You have the automations in place and the client can just take the steps as they have time. So you send the contract, they fill out the contract. Great. Immediately after they fill out the contract, they get sent a welcome email. That's like, Hey, fill out this onboarding form. They maybe fill out the onboarding form the next day. That's fine. But as soon as they fill it out, immediately sends back another email. That's like, great. Now schedule your kickoff. You know, and it's like, they can walk through the steps on their own time and they are not having to wait for you. It takes a lot of your play. It provide, it creates a lot of consistency and just a really great client experience um, in your business. And focusing on this system has allowed my clients to triple their one-on-one capacity because we get super, super clear on exactly what's happening and the deliverables that are being done um, and being able to scale programs to you know 100K months. I had a client who had a mastermind who was sitting around 20 to 30K months. But once we put these onboarding systems in place, she was able to scale to 100K months because all she had to do was get people in the door. There was no waiting on contracts and invoices and all of this stuff. It was just like, oh, great, you're ready. Okay, here's the link to pay. And then they go through the entire onboarding process and I'll see you on the kickoff call that they are scheduling by themselves. So whenever you have client experience systems, there's so much I could dive into, but you're really creating a lot of clarity and structure around it. And yeah, you're just it's becomes so much easier to sell. It also becomes so much easier to manage your clients um, and just continue to grow your business. And the third and final system that I will dive into is team management. So at some point you are going to hire a team. If you're not there yet, that's totally fine. But I think eventually everyone's goal is to have a team member, right? You don't want to be doing your business alone forever. You want to scale to a point where you, you are big enough And you can afford to have a team so that you don't have to be present 100% of the time. And the biggest problem I see with hiring a team and with managing a team as from my experience as an online business manager and helping people set up systems for hiring is that there are so many mismanaged expectations and that can really 
create a lot of friction in the business. And that's when I get clients that come to me and say like, well, hiring is just way more work than it's worth. And I can't find anyone good. And that's just not true. Like there are good people that work online and maybe you, you know, there are bad people as well. Maybe you do have some people who are just saying they're going to do something and then just straight up not doing it. Of course, those people exist as well. But a lot of times I would say eight times out of 10, it really comes down to, oh, I had an expectation. This person also had an expectations. Our expectations were not the same and it's creating a lot of friction. It's creating like annoyance. They're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm not understanding what they're doing. And what ends up happening is everyone just avoids each other and then we're just frustrated (laughs) and you end up, you know, firing the person and then thinking, wow, hiring is so much work. Or maybe you find a good person, but you feel like I have to tell them how to do everything. Like they have no initiative. I want them to have more initiative. Well, for someone to actually be able to take initiative, they have to feel comfortable enough in the business to, to do that. And to do, to feel comfortable enough, you really have to have the systems in place that allow them a good starting point, right? So you have to have these processes in place where you can say, Hey, if you see something come in, um, you don't have to wait for me on this. Like just go ahead and follow this process. Uh, if you think, you know, if you think you can handle that. Um, and then that will allow them to feel comfortable to actually start taking more initiative and start taking just more responsibility over things in general. And I think the biggest thing when it comes to team management is just you being able to show up as a CEO and really feeling confident enough to delegate effectively to your team. Because I know I struggle with this. A lot of my clients have struggled with this as well, where I think, oh, I want to delegate more to my team, but I don't know what to delegate. And there are so many things that I could delegate. I'll be in the middle of doing something and I'm like, wow, I should have just delegated this. <laughs> like, but I waited too long and, you know, I didn't have on my CEO pants and I didn't feel like, and it's even like things like giving feedback. Like I didn't want to give feedback and hurt their feelings or it's only going to take me two seconds to tweak it myself. Those things are not helping you in the long run. Those are not helping you build a team that is really going to support you. So I think when it comes to team, really getting clear about your expectations and the processes and systems, of course, that you have, especially the foundational ones. So I think if you're feeling stuck in general in your business, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling frustrated in any one of these three areas, nine times out of 10, it is a systems problem. There's just not clarity. It's unclear. Um, It's just kind of messy. There's no structure. um, So there's no consistency, right? Like I said, systems are impacting every area of your business. And that's why I really started this podcast. That's why I'm really excited to bring guest experts in who work in different industries and solve different problems, but also talk about how systems are playing a role in those areas as well and how they impact those areas of the business too. So we will be diving very deep into these core systems and of course, many more systems in future episodes. But if there is anything that you've heard today that you are dying to know more about, please just drop me a DM on Instagram and let me know. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond the Systems Podcast. I hope that this episode has given you insight into the impact systems can have on your business so you can scale to the next level. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show and share it with others. Your review will help us spread the word about the power of systems. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next episode.